This is the Respawn Show. Welcome to the Respawn Show, where we show up late and we eat our breakfast at the Respawn Show. Welcome, everyone, to the Respawn Show. Welcome to Two Titans and a Hunter, a Destiny 2 podcast. A show where we discuss tips, tricks, and tools to help all Guardians succeed and enjoy playing more. What makes us different? Well, we're not streamers or YouTubers, we just have a passion for Destiny and are dedicated to keeping Guardians informed and up to date with all the latest Destiny 2 news, information and opinions. We encourage your questions and feedback and you can contact us either by email twotitansandahunter at hotmail.com or on Twitter at twotitans underscore hunter. Now, on with the show. Uh, First of all, up late and second of all my breakfast is on its way okay so <laughs> so let it get here first so now we've had our opening song should we start the show for real yeah yeah we shall who wants to do introductions because i always do introductions you could always do the introductions couldn't you you already did the intro no like who you are who i am and who he is oh you know, I really should start thinking about like creative ways to to introduce us. Contributing know. to the show. Well, <laughs> yeah. no, I contribute. I just never contribute to the intro or the exit because that's like that's like. Well, guys here's your chance, buddy. No, but buddy, I don't you know. have anything clever to say. I've, I've thrown you the ball. Spot. I've thrown you the ball. It's it's your go. Okay. Um. 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 Uh, well, don't welcome, have to make welcome. Well, welcome to uh uh. To 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 uh to uh two hunters and a and a titan no um to uh to to uh to to one hunter and uh a warlock and a titan um no wait that's not right uh two two warlocks and a hunter no um damn it uh two titans and a warlock no uh what's the other one two titans and two, a hunter two turntables and a microphone two turntables and a mic oh no that's not. Mm. Okay, no, listen, okay. Just stick with the three titans. No, because that's not true. <sighs> Welcome back to the show with the worst armor in all the land. <laughs> not yet. Soon, but not yet. Um, but no, welcome to Two Titans and a Hunter podcast. Uh, this is a podcast where we um, attempt to talk You don't have to do all of that. Uh, what intro are you talking about? Just the three of us? Yes, that's what I said to you. Just introduce you, me, and him. Oh, okay, I'm, I'm not, not the opening. I'm, I'm, I'm. I'm you, you do this. <laughs> I am no one responds in real life. The, 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 uh, the leader of the hunter master race, uh, attempting yep. to overthrow yep. Zavala and his yep. regime. Keep it going. Keep it going. And, keep going. And um, and um, and and um, and and with me are my co-hosts. Uh, the the British guy who's who his name is Nintendo Man sometimes, other yep. times Welcome. it's uh, it's Night Demon for those that that don't know any better, and then and then Parody, who is uh, if, if if there was gonna be a Titan that I would want on my team, that would be him until it wasn't. There you go. God, that's the worst opening ever. So <laughs> we're going with it. Sounds great. <laughs> we won't let him do that ever again. So welcome to the show, everybody. <sighs> Welcome to the show with the Destiny fashion. I think this entire season is going to be about the fashion. It's not trials. It's not the new activities. It's all just the hideous level of fashion we've gone to. Bungie, I mean, we, we've had some bad looks in the past, but 
I have to commend you. You've gone above and beyond. Right. Just so, so I'm guessing. What is going I'm on here? You're a fan of the new trials armor, then? <laughs> uh, you mean the new old trials armor? Yeah, it looks like the new. No, I'm more. I'm more talking about the I don't like know about old because the old armor actually looks all, pretty decent. <laughs> all I can see is a turtle helmet. I don't know. We've got the we've got the already constantly memed uh, Titan. I don't know, like. Woke up and put on some mismatched clothes in the morning, and is kind of rocking on some orange boots and things. I don't know what's going on there. And you know, the, I think <laughs> I think that's the the new Eververse armor. To be honest, no, from what no, I've no, heard. no, no. If I, I mean, I mean, yeah, you're probably right, but I mean, if that's if they're like, hey, hey, here's who you can get. Cyrus themed no, Eververse armor. We're, we're not going to Eververse. <laughs> mm, not going to see Eververse. Mm, Tess, sorry, you can you can go stand over there in the corner and think about what you've done. Mm. Because you're going to need to. So last week we we spoke at length about the director's cut and the trials reveal. So I thought we'd just kind of quickly go back over some of the stuff that we missed. No, before. no, we, we missed no, nothing. No, no, missed... it was three hours. We we couldn't have missed no, anything. No, no way. Anything don't believe missed. you. We we missed a few details about trials. No, we did, and I thought we'd. Yes, we did. So. We just go. You weren't here. I. You were only here for half of it. I was here for the whole podcast. You just recorded a segment on a whole different time schedule. See, you weren't here. <laughs> <laughs> so what I wanted to kind of roughly cover is, like Perry's already said, that the original Destiny 1 Trials armor is returning. And it's got some fantastic looks, very Egyptian themed. Uh, if you went around for Destiny 1, there was like it's a I think it's a, is it Anubis for the yeah. warlock, so um, and the Titan had like a an eagle kind of helmet, and mm -hmm. that was a different Egyptian god. Yeah, I I don't know my Egyptian gods, <laughs> and that's okay. And the hunter had a single eye. That would be Ra, face. the the Egyptian sun god okay so it's only the titans that don't know what their armor is just <laughs> <laughs> what else is new yeah, right? you can't expect them to know anything besides punching punch hard punch, fast, okay. punch often i'm quite glad that it's returning it, it was some of the best looking armor from destiny one and it's going to come back and look fantastic in destiny 2 i mean what do you guys think uh, i think that's a complete lack of imagination don't get me wrong i liked the trials armor i did but it <laughs> again just no imagination excuse me do, do you actually think we're gonna see any of this armor like on our characters so oh, don't have I'll... a lot of thoughts because i'm going yeah it, it's gonna be there no, no. and I'm, it'll I'm be in the tower waiting for me one day when I will never obtain it. I will reach out to somebody sure. and pay them to to get me to the tower. The the lighthouse, sorry. Give it to the lighthouse. <laughs> you may need to pay to get to the tower too in next season because they're saying they're you know fixing the travel time. So I think they're just going like to quadruple them so you can actually go and work a full day, come back, and then you'll be in the tower. You know, I still stick by what I said previously about just don't even worry about the tower. Let us access everything from space. And if you're going to load us into the game, load us directly into the tower because that's where we got to go anyway. None of this, we're going to free float through orbit crap and then have to go to the tower anyway. Just either take us there or get rid of it. 
And just you delete know? all the ships because they're pointless anyway. Just yeah. teleport us. It'll be fine. You know, we were already building a Stargate and then we got rid of it. There's extra Stargates around, I'm sure. There, there's some old designs. Put those into effect. We'll travel that way. You know, just hijack the Vex gates. They already built the network. It's, it'll be fine. It'll all work out. You say that, but I love the Stargate TV series, man. I, I do too. I love it deeply. That's why I, I secretly hope that there's some sort of like secret Stargate crossover. They were going to build a whole Stargate game and then didn't. Well, I mean, they do have everybody from Firefly and freaking Serenity inside the game. So why not, you know, just, just carry it on to mm-hmm. Stargate, you know? Mm-hmm. So getting back to the armor. Oh, there you yeah, go. so so Horus is, is our Titan armor, shown as a falcon, given the bird and Titan helm. Look, you know, it has a nice little beak aesthetic going on. So, Horus, Anubis, and Ra. Ah. You actually looked it up, didn't you? Sure did. Yeah, nice. But what what I found quite it, it's quite nice to have the Destiny One armor back in Destiny Two because one, you've got a lot of people that like that armor and wanted it in Destiny Two. And two, you've got a lot of people that didn't play Destiny 1 and have access to that armor. So it's nice for those people to actually get that armor in Destiny 2. So never mind these people that are moaning that it's just, you know, rehashed content. At the end of the day, we're getting loads of new stuff with new PvE stuff that's coming in. So it doesn't really matter if if some of it's refreshed and rehashed and reused, especially maps armor as long as they're kind of changing it slightly they've done some work to it don't you think again i'm never going to have any of it so they, they would have to work from they would have to do work to it to bring it into this game so that's that goes without really saying anything yeah to make it armor 2.0 at least yeah 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 but the fact that it looks about the same i mean it's a good looking set why mess with what works i mean i i liked the trials armor we had from trials of the nine better than the trials of osiris i think you're in the minority for that i, I don't even remember what it looked like it's more than it existed and, and weird looking oh yeah yeah had the whole nine theme going the nine which we've also you know put in the corner with older to think about what they've done apparently <laughs> but it looks like it's going to be saint 14 commentating our trials matches at the weekends so that's going to be now quite cool that that i'm into that I'm excited about. I want an angry Russian man screaming at me to do better. <laughs> and he and, will be. And the three returning maps from Destiny 1 that we're getting are Anomaly, Cauldron, and Exodus Blue. And Exodus Blue was a PlayStation 3, 4 exclusive for a year. And then it came over to Xbox and we got the use of it. So it was quite nice. So to help with these new maps that are coming into the game, and anybody that doesn't know what they were like from Destiny 1 to Destiny 2. I've got a couple of videos for you to check out. So Sony had an exclusive walkthrough video on Exodus Blue going through what they were getting over the top of Xbox. So they go through a nice little walkthrough and tell you all about what the map is and things like that. And then True Vanguard has got a trial strats video on Exodus Blue because undoubtedly that map is going to be used for trials because it was one of the like good for close quarters 3v3 and 6v6 so he's got a video for that cauldron which is the moon map uh we've got a first look video with my name is bife who went to bungie and recorded some footage way back a couple of years ago same as the others really and then miss 5000 watts has got a tips and tricks video for trials again on cauldron 
and then anomaly which is our moon map uh, we've got a walkthrough by noxus 323 and then we've got a tips and tricks for trials by true vanguard again and i have to give a special mention to Encooch because i was going to include the Encooch video until i actually watched the whole thing and it, it was it was quite funny <laughs> i was going to include it until right. i did no no, no. <laughs> so, I, I so was, why, why did you with all the hundred links it? we have at the end of every show, he would just put it in there because that's what he does. No, no. no like, he, has like, a, he has strict quality controls that have to be met. Apparently, Encooch wasn't there. The only quality controls he has is it can't be Rick Kakis. No, no. Right. Like, so Encooch, right, has put this video out there saying simple tricks for Anomaly uh, for trials. I was like, okay, brilliant. This would be something that... I can then relate back to people to go, what, go and watch, see if they enjoy it. So mm -hmm. he says, he says simple tricks. It's all simple tip. Simple, <laughs> right, simple tips. The first words out of his mouth are, they can't give you simple tips and tricks for this map. <laughs> okay. What you need to do is, is jump in the, you know, do a 360 snipe in the air wall hunter dodging and reloading your, your primary weapon. Like, no, no, sir. So he, he then goes through, you know, th this map's got loads of lanes. Everywhere you look, there's lanes, 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 lanes. So, you know, you, the best advice that he could give you is to have a shotgun. And he's going, you know, you need you go crouch around corners, hide, do this, do that. The whole entire gameplay is him sniping. I'm like, <laughs> this is the best video to give to people. I'm sorry, Encooch. I... If it's, a, for failure. if it's right, a shotgun uh, uh, video, do shotgun footage, not sniper footage of you sniping people's heads off and telling people they can't snipe on that map. It doesn't make any sense. I think you know, see, see, his plan is, I'm going to tell you all to do this. Meanwhile, I'll be over here doing that. So while you're sitting in that corner with a shotgun, he's going to wait for you to peek and then snipe your face off. So yeah, I, 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 I see I, his I plan. Found that, I, I found that funny. I will include it in the list of videos, but it's not one to kind of take away tips and tricks from. So. <laughs> Yeah, get good scrub seems to be the tip and the trick. Yeah, I, what I, you need is a shotgun so that I can shoot you with my sniper. That's what he's precisely. doing. Setting himself up for success, and I can't blame him. Although that is a little sketchy. Okay, I, I was just I was just looking because again I have to look up you know what the maps are because again you think five years in I'd remember what the, the anomaly I remember because it had that big rotating you know cube in the middle cuboid thing yeah. in the middle and I cauldron hated that I, thing. cauldron I had to look up because I was like I think I remember that one. That's the one where I've spent so many games running frantically, sort of inside outside, inside outside, sort of in that like big loop along the platforms, trying to stay alive or trying to get a res. And <laughs> I just I, I, like those two anomaly and cauldron both because yeah, the, there's just a thousand doors and a thousand hiding places and a thousand ways to get shot from. I have such memories of just running frantically on those maps. You know, again trying to trying to get a res or trying to get away or you know just waiting for that super to come up just a little bit more so I could try to you know shut down whoever was after me. It's, uh, I'm not sure those are good memories or bad memories, but there's definitely like those two are like sealed in my brain as like trials map memories. <laughs> yeah. And um, speaking of trials, if anybody's got some clips that they have from Destiny 1 of them doing something fantastic in the TWAB this week, they have given you a link that we'll put in the show notes for you to upload any like a clip of the footage of you doing something fantastic and they'll retweet it or post it next week and you could be in with a chance of the movie of the week so that's for next week's 12 mention that do you guys think that we're going to get the emotes that we had in the opening of trials of the nine 
back again where you could do like your taunting emote and it went through what that person was rocking you know what the the loadout was and that honestly i hope we do or do you think it's going to be the original trials like you just stand there with the with the flag and you just you're opposite each other and that's it you don't get to see any information there's no emotes i'm i'm going to be so hurt if that's the case but no that was the funniest part about about trials of the nine is you and everybody had the same goofy dance where the guy had like the thumb on his forehead doing the doing the finger finger wiggle and doing the the dumbass little like dance dance, or something like that yeah that that and it was just that was hysterical all the time man and it was great so i honestly i'm sure parody had his um frozen clan dance going Mm -hmm. the other dance or yeah my guess is that's what they're going to bring back Partially, my brain is going, you know, it's already coded in the game when they had Trials of the Nine. So I'm going to guess they're going to say, hey, here's what we've got. Let's bring that back. And yeah, that was, again, one of the few things about Trials of, of the of the Nine that people really enjoyed was, the, I think it would use like whatever you had like that in your first or that top emote slot. Like that's what it would play during the intro. And it's, it, yeah, it's absolutely worth it. I would love to be able to just like to, to you know, pick one of the four emote while we're being introduced. But I also, I don't know. And I remember people complaining about this too in, in Destiny One is it was fun to see those, you know, the intros and, and we laughed our heads off doing it because we aren't very good and didn't play that much trials. But if you're playing a lot of trials, it's a lot of time you're sitting and you know watching those dances go. Okay. Good argument. I would still prefer the dances though. <laughs> yeah, no, agreed. I, I just I'm just saying, you know, wait for the complaint of this takes too long. We have to sit through all this. Why can't you skip this? Because people don't remember anything. Mm. And I hope that we have the trials bounties come back as well so that the every person yes. can actually gain something out of the matches. I think that was one of the best things about trials when they introduced that, that just anybody could then go into it and do the bounties and get some kind of reward from it. You didn't have to go flawless. You didn't have to do five games or seven games to get such and such. It was just it gave everybody the opportunity to just go in and play and enjoy themselves. And I think that's probably the best advice that we can kind of give going into trials next week. And for the you know foreseeable future is just go in and enjoy yourself, get a couple of mates, go in. It doesn't matter if you lose or you win. It's, you know, it's all good fun and, you know, don't rage quit over everything. It's, it's all going to just be a lot of fun to be honest. And I think we parody and I were talking to, was it the Bergen on Twitter? And he was asking about, you know, what weapons to use in comp and things like that. And I've heard a lot of, you know, podcasts and a lot of YouTube videos going on about their trial strats and what weapons they recommend. But the best thing, best advice is use whatever you're comfortable with. If you are like a god with a certain weapon, it may not be the best weapon in the meta at, the, at this point in time, but it may be the one that you are god with just go with it at the end of the day you know what your skill level is and you know what you can do with that weapon if you play with it enough and yeah yeah. initially i was going to make a joke about yeah bring whatever you want that way it's easier for me to kill you but he he does make a good point because people make fun of me for taking steel feather repeater inside the crucible and i just eat faces with it it's just so good or i'm so good with it however you want to put it but you know people are always like oh you got an you got an auto rifle yeah because it works <laughs> yeah i mean that, and that was sort of our advice to him you know if you're you know if you're married you know like you know if i'm married to my bygones and my retold tale bring those in with you because just because you you know if you're stepping into comp or trials and think oh i have to get i have to get a hand cannon 
that you know if you want to run a hand cannon find a hand cannon you're decent with find a hand cannon you've practiced with you know get one that has got overflow on on a spare ration so you've got a thousand bullets so you can use it like a pulse rifle or a scout rifle you know use use what you're going to enjoy cuz it, you know, if I'm walking with a hand cannon and I've never touched hand cannons, or if, I, if I'm trying to grab a sniper rifle and I never snipe, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna enjoy it. I'm not gonna be good with it. Use what you're good with, and yeah, if there's something a little bit better you want to practice with, and go, yeah, go in, go into into comp, or go even just play Iron Banner, or just play, you know, Control, whatever. Just play something and get, you know, if you want to get better with hand cannons, don't do it in trials. Don't do it in you know, where there are stakes. Just go play with it because. The more you play with the gun, the you know, or the type of gun, the better you'll get with it. So Actually, this is where I'm going to jump what you in, like. and I'm going to tell you, yes, by all means, learn how to use a, a weapon while you're in trials. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. <laughs> I mean, I, I was getting deleted this week by one of those blue weapons, the Vosling 3 or something. My God, this hunter just, he had such control over this blue weapon. He was just deleting everybody. He was top of the leaderboard. He was bouncing all over the place. He, what what kind of gun? What kind of weapon is it? It's an auto rifle. Auto rifle? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So it's the um, hmm. primary Voslin two or three. I can't remember now, but I know it's a blue rifle from the the name of it. But yeah, just he was fantastic with that weapon, and he just completely destroyed people. And one thing I know that a lot of people did in Destiny One was they went into Rumble and they practiced a lot in Rumble because. Rumble gave them the kind of confidence and the skill to go for the 1v1s or sometimes it would be a 2v1 because you never know who's going to be around that corner. So you could always practice in Rumble. I mean, those games don't really matter. You know, it's not a a very competitive area at at this point in time. I mean, a lot of people just use it to practice and, and brush up on their gun skills and just use it to win those win those 1v1 engagements. Yeah. I don't know what you guys do to no, that's, pra- practice. That's much better advice because I, I kind of forgot Rumble even existed <laughs> in the game entirely. So yeah, no, Rumble is a much better idea because yeah, then you're not having six other, you know, six people on the other team to deal with. Your odds of a one-on-one or you know one v one engagement or two v one will be a lot higher, which is what you'll see in trials. Yeah, go play Rumble if you want to actually practice in like a trials like environment without a team. But yeah, and again, if you if you have a team you want to go in with, go just play together. Just you know. Yeah, spin up that, games that's, and, and work on playing with your team because than, because sometimes I mean you know you know if you if you don't have anybody you know just go play Rumble play alone but if your half of trial success is communication and telling people okay not just the, hey you got killed but you got killed from where where did you go down you know and communicating to your team here's what happened here's you know what they've got left here's where they're going you know and trying to give your the rest of your team those callouts and I know trials report and I know um, there's another Reddit community that i'm drawing a blank on right now um but if you give destiny the game i'm sure they'll they have links to it that they'll, they'll do each week we'll like do call out maps for each of the trials maps so whether it, i don't know if they're going to have it be one map when trial started it was like one map each week all weekend long it was one map over and over again so i don't know if there'll right. be one map or rotating but they've got call outs for all of those maps so you know, you know if you are actually you know interested in, in trying to get a team together and playing with it, you know, sort of learn the call outs, you know, jump into private games and being like, okay, this is what we're calling this area. And even if you don't use the official call outs, you know, quote unquote, what the community puts up, figure out your team's own call outs. So if I say, Hey, I'm down, you know, if you're using like, I tend to use control call outs cause I'm terrible at remembering what things are actually called. Hey, I'm over here on a over B, you know, a, B and C is sort of how I orient myself on a map. 
So one thing they did do from Destiny 1 to Destiny 2 is they actually made sure that they labeled the areas. So when you're running from one area in a, in a crucible map to another, you'll see in the, I think it's the top left corner, it will tell you what area you are in as well. So if you're in a specific area and you kind of get used to these maps, you can say I'm in such and such part of the, the map and they are roughly over in another area of the map. So you, you could use what's actually on screen as well. I'm so glad that you have enough time during a trials match to to look at other parts of your screen to, to you know read names and stuff. I'm I'm focused on my freaking on my sights and my corners, man. I'm just hoping I don't get killed. And here Night Demon is just just you know taking a casual stroll around a freaking trials map. I have going, so oh. much hope for next week when we us as we try. And I'm going. I'm down in such and such area, and respawns going. I can't find you. I'm tucked around a corner hiding. Uh, first I watched I, I watched the sniping video and so I've got my so I've got my shotgun tucked around a corner. Here, where you went down at? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I went That's down work, here. I and on my revoker this week, good, so I can bro. you know so I can use my my here's how to use your shotgun sniper rifle video. Yeah, yeah, right. But I think that was all the kind of little bit of information that I thought we'd need to kind of go over for trials. Is, is there anything else you guys want to bring up or say? No, I'm just I'm excited to jump back into it and just sort of see see how it plays and and again I know we mentioned it last week I'm hoping that maybe this will suck some of the air out of the competitive community especially on the weekends when trials is up that if you're working on a gun and comp that maybe all those trials players will be overplaying trials if it takes off and comp will be a little easier at least at least early on there won't be that many people playing it and they won't have quite have figured it all out so sort of like if you're you know, going for anything early in the season, like if you haven't got your trying for your Lunas or whatever, do that early in the season because I think you might have a little more success before things really get going and people really figure it all out on the comp side. Yeah, one thing I did want to mention that they did mention in the TWAB, so we won't go over it again later on Respawn, is that the power will be enabled for the first week of Trials with the Artifact. Yay. But they don't think that a lot of people will spend the time grinding in lost sectors and getting their light up on their artifact they think that more people would just get their light up normally so hopefully it won't be an issue in the first week they will monitor it but unfortunately they won't be able to get the patch across in time so it'll be there after the first week they i think you need to not even worry about the patch stop stop trying to patch light level bungees just just leave it be leave it they'll, they'll sort it out later so yeah, so for the first weekend, you will be able to use the power from your artifact as well as the power that you've increased over those three days. All right, everybody, this week and next week, save every single bounty you've got, all of them. I don't care what it is, save it. We did and we did that last week, and that doesn't count. You don't get anything really from bounties apart from XP. Well, if you didn't record freaking half the podcast when I wasn't there at a different time than we agreed upon, then I'd know that you said that, huh? It was in the bit that, that you were in. Nice. It was. Nope. Nope. So, yeah, so should we move on? We had a video and a website or a webpage go up detailing Season of the Worthy. And the video or the trailer for the next season gave us some tasty insight into what's actually going to be coming so I've, I've taken a couple of screenshots of the trailer just for us to kind of quickly discuss all 40 of them no, no. Okay. Not, not, like, not like the last time where, where you're like i have a couple of screenshots here's my 80 page powerpoint presentation i'm going to present present to you which is the trailer just in you know flipbook form 
Well, no, well, the, well, the first one we sort of talked about that that shot of the three three guardians with their ghosts, you know, standing there, and the hunter looking looking kind of you know beefy and hunterish, like he just hit the gym. The warlock, like, look at my fancy coat, and the titan being like, "Hey guys, I'm here. I did it. I did it. I titan good." <laughs> yeah, titan no, he's good. He, he's he's a real derby. <laughs> like like this titan. Okay, if there were ever a titan that needs to be doing the otter dance, this is that titan. Whoa. I mean, look at this poor guy. He's, he's clearly frozen material. Well, the, the problem is that we, we he, this is, doesn't really make very good podcasting material. Going, look at this picture. <laughs> just no, no, it doesn't. You'll, you'll notice it when you go through the trailer. It just looks really weird that you know the warlock is center stage and you've got the titan and the hunter ne- standing next to him. But it's like the the character models are on the wrong side, kind of thing. But hey ho. <laughs> yeah, the, yeah. I'll just say this is the this is the the sveltest, beefiest hunter I've ever seen, and I'm not sure this warlock has, or I'm I'm not sure this titan has ever punched anything a day in his life. <laughs> that's all. <laughs> wow, that's no. I was just I was blown aback by by how you're talking about that titan. You don't know what he's done with his life. You don't know how many people he's had to punch. Maybe he's like that because he's traumatized. Did you ever stop to think about that? Huh? No, because I don't think about him. He's not real. <laughs> I think what what would have been really nice is that when the reset hit, that we suddenly got this trailer in game. It came up very much like the Rasputin Osiris trailer that we got like a couple of weeks back. So it just kind of pops up on your screen rather than it being released on the website or on YouTube first, and then the um, the web page going live. I think it would have been quite interesting to see this suddenly pop up in game. And what do you guys think? I mean, how how have you got any feelings about the video or trailer? Did you enjoy I, it? Did you hate it? I, it? I, <laughs> I want my. I I just want my uh, you know Autobots to roll out. That's that's what I'm here for. I'm here for those Autobots that that, that the Warmind is gonna you know spawn and and help us take over the world and blow up this giant ship headed towards us. But really, if we don't blow up the giant ship, does it destroy the tower again? And then we're right back into the beginning. D three is that how D three starts? We've we've lost a tower again to the giant almighty that you know crashes into it, and they say, "Okay, you can pick you can pick four armor pieces and four weapons to take with you. Let's go into D three. Or what? What do you reckon if we kind of make that we divert the ship and it actually crash lands somewhere else and destroys the landscape of say the EDZ and the moon? We take out the moon. <laughs> we take out the moon. Yeah. No, but say say if it destroyed like the EDZ and then we had to have a whole complete different area like we had with Siva in Destiny 1 and had the whole new part of the Cosmodrome open up. You know, every time... It would be quite interesting if that's... the next because I miss that. I loved that whole DLC, man. Yeah, that, that, would, that, that would kind of be a nice, like, you know, again, they want to push the world forward. That would be sort of a nice, like, way to push the world forward. Like, hey, no, we had this cataclysmic event that actually means something, that actually did something, which... All of these events is like, oh, this is going to happen. Like, yeah, but if it does, so what? Like, I, I would kind of welcome something that actually mattered, like actually had bearing in the game. Yeah. Like, oh, I don't know, I mean, Rasputin losing his mind and summoning all kinds of stuff, something like that. Yeah, if if he loses his mind and summons things. But yeah, I mean, going by that initial trailer, the clip that we got with Osiris confronting the Warmind, and now we're having to activate the Warmind. 
that's very ominous for what's actually going to be coming. You know, we're actually going to go and turn all the buttons on and make it even more powerful. And Osiris is saying to him, you know, what side are you on? I've seen the future. What the hell's happening here? And we're just going to make it worse. We're just, we are going to be the ones that activate all of this. So what's actually going to be coming further and f- down the line, basically? It's, it's quite interesting to see, like, the little story beats that we're getting, even from what we're seeing in the trailer and that cutscene that we got. I just want to know, you know, it looked awfully Siva-ish, the, the design of the Warmind, you know, little bots that pops up. I don't know. I just wonder if that's how that fits into all this or if it does or... I'm I'm really excited to see where this goes. Like it's big for like cataclysmic battle. Mm. I just hope that there's you know kind of something to it because I'm tempering all my expectations about all these seasons. Like here's the big story of the season in three <laughs> months. We won't even remember this happened. So I, I want to be excited, but sort of like Arc Week, I'm not yet. Yeah. Uh- Oh, what I actually found interesting, I heard on, uh, I think it was another podcast this week, and I want to say it was uh, Fireteam Chat with um, IGN. They were saying there's a uh, ghost story from Forsaken where there's a Guardian and his fire team that are actually on the Almighty trying to shut it down before it's kind of being disabled. And one of these guardian is is trapped in a an infinite loop very much like we had with one of the cage stories but he's kind of going so slow in this infinite loop the ghost can't seem to get him out of it and i thought that was quite interesting that maybe that's part of the story that we all end up having to save this guy maybe just i, I found it interesting that to, to hear it, that 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 something had kind of been worked into these ghost stories or the the lore uh, way back when Forsaken was around. Yeah. Yes, he's been planted that might actually lead to something, which, you know, yeah. We'll see. <laughs> yeah. You know, I, I, I'm like, I want to be excited. I want to be like, yeah, it should be great. And I just, you know, I'm just not there yet. Um, I'm really taking a wait and see approach. I mean, I'm, I mean, obviously, I'm going to play the season. I'm going to play the heck out of it. I'm going to, you know, do as much as I can do with it. But I just, you know, you know, the story is is the thing that's least excited me in all these seasons. Even the C14, I really enjoyed that. But even then, it's like I knew sort of once that season ended, like I figured he would stick around because they probably wouldn't bring him back to just, you know, let him leave the next season. And I'm happy he'll be our trials announcer because I think that's just going to be amazing and gives us a whole new set of, you know, audio lines to enjoy and to listen to and to load onto my phone for, for alerts. <laughs> um, so it's like, okay, you're keeping him around. But, you know, again, we built a Stargate, got rid of that. Aldrin still out there isn't, you know, big, big giant pyramid on the moon, which is apparently just going to sit there and just be cool and, and chill out for a while. I, you know, it's like, you know, I know they keep saying we're going to push the world before we're going to build this. It's like, okay, when, like, you know, it would just be nice to see some, some living, breathing story here. Well, I think that's, we've done quite well so far, you know, it's slowly all the little threads are being sewn together. And I think every, expansion that we were getting has a little bit more and i know they're, they're drip feeding because the, you don't want to rush things but you also don't want to give too much away so it, i think it's nice what they've actually been doing and uh, it was funny that you you mentioned aldrin from the forsaken that there's a shot in the trailer which i've i've pictured for you guys it's the second one down that we're looking at and it's either from speculation on Reddit and a couple of other podcasts and YouTubes, that that is Aldrin standing looking up at 
the almighty i'm guessing coming crashing down there's a another person standing next to him with his hand up in the air um it's either aldrin with his mask on because at the moment he's hiding from the fact that he's mm. aldrin yep. or it's a an exotic helmet so you can pick whichever you know spin for hat you've got on what do you think? I mean, I hope they do bring Aldrin in because, I mean, <clears throat> he did do a lot of bad things. But as I've said before, we do need a new Hunter Vanguard, right? And Aldrin won the bet, even if he didn't realize there was one going on. And uh, <laughs> he needs to be the new Hunter Vanguard, man. I'm sorry. It's just how it is. Yeah, yeah, I mean, they went to the point of, you know, sort of saving this character and, you know, rehabilitating his image a little bit to then put him on the back burner for a year. I don't know. Yeah, it does seem a little odd. It seems it's like you know you 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 remind us of, you know he's not all, not as bad as we think he is, but then just we've never seen him again. So maybe they, they're writing they story for him. They make a big deal point. out of it too, didn't they? About the, the whole cutscene afterwards, and everyone's like, "Oh my god, it's Ultra!" Right? And then yeah, just fade to black. He's yeah. he's chilling in the pyramid on the moon. Along with the Exo Stranger, just they're all they're in there, they're having tea, they're playing cards, just kind of kind of waiting, waiting for their moment. No, that was Adam Bray's sister. That's right. Never mind. Disregard. So a couple of other pictures that I I kind of wanted to go over quickly sure. is there was quite an interesting one where there's a warlock wielding. I think it's a finisher of the two blades that normally a yeah a cabal has yeah. that he's doing a slam, but just behind him there's kind of an electrical fence much like the, I think it was the Fallen Sabre Strike that we had to kind of dodge these electrical fields, didn't we, to get down that long mm-hmm. path. So that's a, a game mechanic that's maybe coming back into Destiny 2. That's quite interesting. There's another uh, shot that I didn't include in here, but quite clear that there's a Fallen Captain, which is a champion, and I'm not sure what kind of champion it is, barrier, overload, or, you know, unstoppable. But that's the one that the hunter does a spin uh, finisher with his staff and hits the exploding shank straight into him and blows up. Uh, Parody's already mentioned the robot warmind thing that looks like it's going to be shooting javelins out of it. So hopefully, I think that there'll be things that be working with us, not against us, for the moment anyway. And... I just want to punch him and turn him into my friend like I couldn't do one. <laughs> Then we've got a shot of a, it looks like a, a Cabal-themed machine gun. And a, a couple of people have pointed out already that it looks like the Valister Arc big machine gun from Destiny 1 that the, the boss has. Uh, it looks like it could be a one of the uh, exotics that would be going on an exotic quest for this season. Quite interesting. And then we have some weapons. Okay, so sidearm, hand cannon... Auto rifle and machine gun. Yeah. So these are the Serif weapon set. And a shotgun has been seen on a Titan later on in the trailer. There's another shot of like the EDZ where we're going to get these kind of towers. It looks, what what raid was it where we had to go and like grab the balls and bring, like kill a guy, grab the ball, put it back into the tower. Like, it wasn't quite this, this design, but it reminded me of that. Yeah. I can't remember what it was now. But this looks yeah, like it's on great podcast content. <laughs> <laughs> like There's like football? these war mind kind of towers. It looks very much like a an American football goalpost. Yeah. Yeah. On, on one side, and then on the other side, there's kind of a flaming ball. But it looks like it's on that back end of the winding cove where the 
fallen dropship comes in, drops a couple of fallen, and then they run off into the little caves and the the things there. Yep. I thought that was, that was quite interesting that some of the worlds are actually going to be altered or we're going to go to different places. Well, they would have to maybe. alter worlds, wouldn't they? Because it'd be easier than just implementing a new planet that they don't have in the game yet. Yeah, but I, I find it a bit disconcerting sometimes when they alter it and it wasn't something that was already there in the landscape that, you know, maybe there maybe there's a rock there but and that was hiding underneath it. You know, maybe there'll be some explanation, but for them to kind of just go, oh, look, this is here. I'm like, mm, I'm not sure about that. <laughs> That's if it is. No, it's been here the whole time. Woman. I don't I don't know what you, what are you talking it's, it's It's always been here. What do you mean? What do you mean you yeah. didn't see it before? It was, it was always right there, <laughs> man. Plain as day. I'm just, I'm just saying. I've driven, I've driven by that spot in Arlington where you know shield gigantic base that rises out of the water there. And I'm going, no, that that river is just not that deep. There's no base under there. Yeah, I'm, I'm telling you, you're no, wrong. No, no, that's exactly what I'm saying, <laughs> right? It's like you know, I, I've been here once or twice. That has not been a thing I've come across. Don't give me that. <laughs> Unless it's like the dropships where he just drops down like a like a platform. You know, he drops down one of those balls and it unfolds like a like those toys with the magnets on the bottom. Kids played with. Bakugan, I think, you know, he just sends down like a like like a thing, and it folds out like a Bakugan, and it makes these these platforms with these things in them. Who knows, man? I don't know. I mean, something related to our Seraph Tower event. So who knows if it'll be like its own its own little part of the world, or if it'll be sort of be like the sundial. Like you go to an existing place, and then it sort of takes you to where this event takes. I'm hoping this the Seraph Tower event is more like EP, where you can sort of like stumble across it and you know do it out in the world than like sundial, which is like its own set thing you had to like launch into but there's but also i i love i liked having the matchmaking so you had six people trying to do that versus like you know doing ep when it's you and seven people just roaming around the world who don't want to do ep and then you're struggling to complete it early on so no i've got mixed feelings either way but i guess we'll see when it launches if they do that and i hope they don't but if they do that they need to instill some sort of a not a matchmaking per se but Allow you to bring all nine people in a party to the planet to do the thing. Know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, or six or whatever it is. Yeah, you know, if it's open world, have it have it be sort of like a oh, not not prison of elders, but the thing you would go and and stumble across and like when you walked into the area it started on and would like put you into that instance. Yeah. Oh, what was that thing called? Yeah, it was um, called the thing. Cannot for the life of me remember what it was called now. So um, while he's looking that up, what part of the twelve are we on? Because we're not on the twelve yet. We haven't even got there yet. <laughs> <clears throat> no. So I wait for Parody to. Parody's running out of time. Uh, just that's what he's. Uh, yeah, just yeah. No, I I can't remember what it's called. It was move on. We'll, we'll figure it out later, or we won't. <laughs> Okay. People listening will be like, either I don't know what you're talking about, or they'll be like, oh yeah, it's that thing. If you know what the thing I'm talking about is, you know, hit us up on Twitter, shoot me an email, and be like, hey, dummy, it's this because I can't remember yeah. and <laughs> I'm not going to spend time looking for it in the middle of the show and struggle to find and it. And I would say that I also don't know what you're talking about, but that's just par for the course at this point. Yeah, yeah that's assumed. <laughs> so the last picture I, I just wanted to kind of point out to you guys. I'm not sure if you've noticed it. The, I didn't notice it. I but Iris it's on been... the weapon. No, it's been pointed out on a couple of podcasts, websites, YouTube, that the sniper that's in that shot has got a short gaze uh, scope on it, which is a very popular scope from Destiny 1. 
and it's only on i think a green or a blue sniper in destiny 2 and if a short gauge sniper is back in destiny 2 that's quite good it's a it's a very good scope for sniping well i mean it's got a it's got a trial symbol on there so i would i would say that yeah it's going to be back because it's going to be good for trial that's the sniper no the scope right the scope you're looking i know but the scope is on the sniper with the trials trials of osiris symbol that's what i'm saying bro yes but it never mind what what are you saying that it looks like a short gaze. It may not be a short gaze. I think it is a short gaze, and it makes sense that it's a short gauge because it's what we would need. Not need. It's what would be beneficial for trials. So I'm agreeing that I think it is a short gauge, short, that thing, because, you know, short gaze. Yes, it would be good for trials, which is, you know, the whole point of this season. <laughs> I mean, it's one of the few times I'm agreeing with you. Golly. Okay. Fair enough. <laughs> Don't make it a habit, man. So the season of where the page that's popped up on the Bungie uh, website says save the last city with the sundial free from the clutches of the red legion one escaped scion flayer enacts a disparate ploy for revenge against the last city guardians of the light must set aside old differences to band together with unlikely allies and save the city from total destruction so we kind of we we see that in the, the trailer and um, power up rasputin time is running out race against time to save the last city from destruction so these are the towers, the Seraph Towers. Join your fellow guardians and prepare Rasputin's defences in shared public events. We also have bounties and bunkers. Rise to Rasputin's challenge and clear bunkers throughout the system to re-establish communication with the Warmind. Trials of Osiris returning, as we already know and we've talked about quite a bit. Um, there's going to be some exclusive bungee rewards for trials. So there's going to be pins, hats, probably a lot more other things. There's a new exotic weapon which i'm sure that perry's going to be quite excited to get hold of tommy's matchbook so tommy the ghost presents us with the token of goodwill sure it might just be a match but all a guardian needs to light up the darkness the spark so this looks very much like a tommy gun doesn't it hence tommy's matchbook it does i'm very curious about this one i mean it's not a rifle so of course i am but uh they're speculating it might be a submachine gun that's yeah, pretty yeah, big for a submachine gun. Because the could be a, is a could be a large round, you know, belt-fed submachine gun or not belt-fed, but yeah, even more reclusive recluse. <laughs> and then we have a look at our new artifact for the season, that the Warmine Kajinla. I've no idea. It's it looks like a sword. Yes. <laughs> the, the, the Warmine Kanjali. Kanjali. There you go. Like the Warmine Kanjali. Yeah. I've heard it so many times, and then I come to read it, and my mind went blank, and it was like, nope, nope, you don't know what that word is. So, yes, we're going to increase our power and unlock powerful seasonal mods each time that you upgrade the Sacred Blade. Only you decide how much power is enough. Um, I'm guessing above 12 would be enough, like we've had. <laughs> <laughs> Last yeah, couple of enough to get all the things out of it seems, seems like enough, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then we have a look at some of our Russian-themed armor. Very green and weird-looking. And Russian-y. Yeah, mm-hmm. very Russian-y. So, yeah. yeah there you go. I'm really glad they gave the hunter a nice warm hat to wear, you know, while he's out there in the cold. It's, it keeps his ears warm. I hate that good. hat so much, man. Would you prefer to look like a turtle? A big green turtle that the Titan looks like with, like... <laughs> You know, tank tread arms or something. I mean, the warlock. I, I have no real thoughts about the warlock. Looks fine, but 
I, I don't, again, I don't know. I'm, I don't I'm not saying I would prefer the Titan, but I don't have to prefer the Titan to hate the hunters. Okay. <laughs> it's not yeah, a, very true. It's not a mutually exclusive thing here, man. Uh, no, not at all. They, they can, all the armor in the game can look stupid. We we've established this. Right. <laughs> and often does. Then we have a look at some of our serif rewards, our, our uh, weapons. Then there's, a, I think, another armor set, uh-huh. very reddish and yellow. Yep. Then there is a shot of an exotic um, shotgun. So what shotgun is this? That is the Four Horsemen. That is the bane of my existence in D1. It was crap <laughs> unless you were shooting at somebody close range, and then it was instant death. So it's, it's very much like the Lord of Wolves, but... The, not as much range. <laughs> not as much range, nearly, but more powerful. Not nearly the yeah. same freaking range, man. No. We'll call, we'll call it the Cerberus minus one. <laughs> it's going to shoot a lot of bullets sort of about where you want to put them, but you have to be real close to get kills with it. Yeah, no, like real close is an understatement. We, we're talking like right up on them. Now, if you manage to get that close, the DPS is insane, but you do have mm. to be right up on them to appreciate it. So glad. Look, look at you, buddy. Which makes you wonder. They they've introduced this like close range damage dealing weapon. They've improved swords, so that that's another close range weapon. They've improved the sidearms. They've improved auto rifles. It's a lot more closer range stuff, and maybe some of these bosses. I'm not gonna have stomp mechanics. Oh, they're gonna have stomp mechanics. <laughs> we can only we can only hope. No, they yeah. they are going they're, to have stomp mechanics. It really is like you know, I'll be happy if they don't, but even then it's still useless for everything else in the game with a stomp mechanic. Right. Not useless, but not as useful as it could be. Hmm. But if you are interested in seeing what the fourth horseman is and what it can do, I will link a Planet Destiny video from way back when when they reviewed it in um Destiny One. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and then we have. If you scroll down further on the page, you have your progression. So you can continue climbing past rank 100 to see what you can achieve in this season's pass. So all players unlock the top row of the rewards when ranking up, and season pass owners earn all the bottom row as well, as yeah. we've known for the like the last couple of um, seasons. So you can scroll through that and see what you can earn for the next hundred rewards plus. So, Parody, I know he hasn't got this up on his screen. Do you want to go through what's included in what part of the game? Yeah, so available to all of Destiny 2 players, new light folks, people who didn't buy the season pass, you're going to be able to, to defend the last city from the Red Legion by powering up Rasputin. The new Seraph Tower, public events, and bunker activities. Hmm, so it'll be two different things. Also, all the new Seraph Tower things you're going to get. Trials of Osiris returns every weekend. Your minimum power level is 960 for that. Again, because it's power enabled, so you're gonna want to have a power level that's reasonable, or you're gonna be destroyed. You'll be destroyed anyway, but it's important to at least have a 960 power level for trials. Your seasonal artifact upgrade the Warmind Kanjali to earn seasonal gear mods, rank up to un- unlock seasonal armor set, the seventh Seraph. So that's three times fast night demon, and rank up to unlock the exotic auto rifle Tommy's matchbook. So that's what's coming to our free, free folks for everybody. Now, the Season Pass owners, we're going to be getting the weekly Rasputin challenges, the legendary Lost Sectors. So if you enjoy Lost Sectors and farming those for light level, now you'll have legendary ones. We're getting a new exotic quest line, possibly for the Four Horsemen. But, you know, Fourth Horseman, maybe not. That would be a well drop like uh, the Montalo was. Yeah, so something, something new is coming on the exotic front. We're going to instantly unlock the Seventh Seraph armor sets for each class. 
Instantly unlock the exotic auto rifle Tommy's bench book, new triumphs, bounties, seasonal lore books, exotic emote, ghost ornaments, and finishers. All XP gains are increased throughout the season, and there are additional season pass rewards to unlock, as well as everything on the free tier that we're getting as well. So I, I like that you know Bungie said we're not you know people said hey you gave us sort of, you gave away a little too much last season with this with the calendars and the pass information, so that's why they're saying a new exotic quest line, additional pass rewards. So they're not telling us everything we're going to get up front, which I kind of appreciate. Do you know? Yeah, I do, because I like having a little bit of mystery in the game. I don't like knowing every single thing before the season even starts. I like, uh, you know, I, I like there to be those moments where it explodes of Twitter and Reddit being like, oh my god, this was dropped. Oh hey, I just got this a drop in the game. Hey, this thing came out back into the game. Like, I'd much rather not know the fourth horseman was coming back and start seeing people getting, hey, I got this out of a drop. Hey, I saw, I got this out of this reward. I like there being some mystery to it. I don't like knowing everything going in. Well, I I mean, if that's the case, I would prefer them just not even tell us that there is going to be an exotic quest like they did with the Last Whisper. You know what I mean? Not Last Whisper. Yep. Dag, yep. on it. Last Whisper. I always say that. Time. Every, yeah, every damn time. The freaking, whatever, the sniper rifle damn thing, okay? That everybody knows what I'm talking about. Shut up, leave me alone. The one you enjoy so much, you will. Definitely remember um, the name of it for next week. No, you won't. No, you won't. No, I really won't. I really won't. Um, point is, is like they didn't even tell us it was there. And then all of a sudden, people are like, whoa, 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 what is this? What is this? What is this? There's a guy standing there. Holy crap, there's a hole. Why is there a hole? Let's follow the hole. Oh my God, there's a thing. You know, that that was exciting. You know, when people started saying that, and I was like, no way, that's fact. There's no way. Well, and sure enough, there you was. say that they do provide us with a calendar for the season. And Epion from Bungie, who's the, I think he's, yeah, he's our French representative. Ambassador. Do you remember, yeah, do you remember Epion? <laughs> he's replied to somebody on Twitter saying, here's a, a copy of the calendar for Season of Worthy. At the start of Season of Dawn, many of you told us that the calendar may have spoiled too much for the content for you. So we took this into account for Season 10. So don't hesitate to send us any of your feedback. So what they've kind of done is pull back on some of the reveal of what to expect. So they've just given us basically a brief outline of what to expect for the next couple of weeks. And just at the bottom, it's just this and more. So they've, they haven't told us anything about, you know, the exotic quest, although they've kind of given us a rough detail across the top, but they've just given us rough outline of this begins on March 10th. This begins on April 21st here and here and, and this and that. So that's quite interesting to see, isn't it? Mm-hmm. so should we should we have a look at the calendar i know you're not even looking at the calendar you're too busy eating i am actually <laughs> looking at the calendar right oh now. you okay so, one, yeah okay would you like to tell people what is happening when yeah sure uh beginning march 10 seraph tower event new pve activity with new legendary weapons and armor um which was just going to okay going down to, okay uh march 13th is going to be jaws of osiris new you are way away from that microphone now Oh, sorry. Um, da, 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 da. Trials of Osiris, new endgame PvP. Trials every weekend. New seal trials, themed weapons, and armor. Beginning March 10th and March 24th, we have Seraph, Bunker, EDZ, and Moon. Legendary Lost Sectors. Grandmaster Ordeal, starting April 21st. The new Nightfall Strike difficulty. New seal with in-game rewards, and I don't know why Zavala's there, because he never goes into strikes. Because he's unhappy. Mm-hmm. 
April 21st through May 11th, Guardian Games, free event for all players. Class competition, new legendary armor. Class competition. Maybe I really am the greatest hunter in the world. Let's find out. If you can like zoom into that picture, if, if anybody's looking at it, there's three triangles underneath the, the, the flags, and they're different colors, and they represent underneath. They've got the symbols for each class. Mm. So... It was kind of speculated on a couple of things that I've watched this week that maybe you're going to have get kills or you know complete certain of events and earn tokens for your class and you have to deposit those at the tower to see which class is the best. It, it's it's going to be hunters. Oh, I'm going to spend I mean, all of my time in there. <laughs> I, mean, I, I feel like it's going to be hunters that are going to spend the most time doing this. But we'll see. Because although, yeah. although, although it does seem to be season of the close range, so shoulder charges for all? I don't know. We'll find out. <laughs> I, I, I do like this, even though they're not doing fashion rallies. I like having some some sort of you know silly fun competition like this yeah. you know, against the three classes. Now, I would love it if they See, locked you to only one class you could choose per account, but I'm sure it'll be all three, but yeah, whatever. See, I was thinking more along the lines of, and I know I'm completely wrong, but this was my hope, right? You go into this one game type, as a hunter and you only face other hunters and you can see who the best hunter is, right? Like the best of the best kind of thing. That's you know what I mean? Like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that's yeah, you're not wrong. That's exactly what trials is. You go up against three hunters and they snipe you and and jump away from afar. That's that's trials. <laughs> Before we get too far off, let's finish up what is our last thing we're gonna we're getting on the calendar. That would be April seventh, and it's the Seraph Bunker. It is a legendary lost sector, and then apparently there's more stuff that they won't let us see. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm guessing, yeah. So we've got our legendary, our Seraph bunkers on the EDZ and Moon. One's coming the 10th, one's coming the 24th. I'll let you good people decide which, you know, which you think is coming first. And then we get our, you know, last legendary lost sector on the 7th of April on IO. Interesting thought, right? You know how that, that cabal ship is going to crash into Earth and destroy life as we know it? What if? And I know this isn't going to happen because Cabal are the way that they are. But some Cabal, we actually party up with other Cabal that are just like, uh-uh, nope, nope, I do not want to go out like this. Mm-mm, nope. <laughs> I want to go out in battle, not being crushed by a gigantic Earth-ending ship, right? So, But we're not going to Earth. We're going to the last city. There's no Cabal in the last city. Okay, you just said we're not going to Earth. We're going to the last city. Mm-hmm. Where's the last city mm-hmm. at? A different ge- geographic location than Earth. The farm's on Earth. <laughs> Believe me, when, when I fly to Earth, it's a different location than flying to the city. It's in a different spot. I'm sure it is. The farm will get crushed, you know, but, you know, if Earth gets destroyed. But the last city, different place. Mm-hmm. So there's no cabal there. So anyway, that, that, that I think would have been entertaining. Just, I want to destroy it my way. Right? Something, I don't know. So just as a reminder, Bungie Rewards ending soon. Season of Dawn, Bungie Rewards and offers... The purchase ends soon. St. 14's mini replica head and pin go away. The Bastion hoodie, the Savior Seal pin, a free powerful ingram. Um, so just visit the Bungie Rewards to claim those and pay some dollar. Mm-hmm. Yes. And and I'll throw one quick shout out. If you are maybe looking for one of those rewards and didn't get it unlocked or didn't have time to finish it, I've seen Cheese Forever just uh, I think on his on his YouTube like text feed and on I think maybe on Twitter as well. Putting out, I guess a bunch of people are sending him, you know, you know, screenshots of their codes and stuff for the different, you know, the Bastion hoodie and the 
Saint 14 things that they aren't going to buy. So if you do want one of those things and didn't have time to get them, I've seen Cheese and some other folks, you know, retweeting say, hey, here's some codes that people have sent me. They aren't going to use theirs. Use it for the discount. So if it's out there and you want it, you know, people are sharing the things they aren't going to buy anyway. Like Respawn is not going to buy any Saint 14 stuff because he doesn't love Titan Dad. I love Saint 14. I just don't like Titans. <laughs> so next week in Destiny, Season of Worthy begins. We've got to work with Ashamir when Io becomes the weekly flashpoint. Yay, we got a flashpoint! I, I saw that, and I just <laughs> burst out laughing this week. I was like, oh, they put the flashpoint up, because they're like, there's nothing else going on. So uh, flashpoint. They don't want to tell us everything about season <laughs> worthy. So we better give them something. <laughs> it, it, it can't just be there's something going on in Crucible. So yes, Crucible, Clash and Showdown come to the Crucible for next week. If you are going to be dipping your toes in which i guess a lot of people will be because you want to get those pinnacle rewards for the week don't you so guess start that trials grind yeah so with all that we can now move on to this week at bungie for the 5th of march 2020 six hours later here we go although <laughs> at least this week at bungie we've covered most of so again you know talked about our gameplay trailer it's up there on the on the page go watch it mm-hmm Talk we just gave you our calendar. Just now. Calendar's up there. Charles Returns. I already um, said that. Power Games yeah. in there. And then and props, to, props to Bungie because they actually put out a whole a whole article about this, which was twofold. Hey, you know, because of the COVID-19, you know, coronavirus outbreak, especially hitting Washington State pretty hard, they've moved their entire folks remote, you know, spun up their infrastructure. You see, as we were going to spin up the Warmind, they have spun up their own Warmind to allow their VPNs to work, to have them all work from home. So they do say, you know, this might put, you know, some of the patching, you know, a little bit delayed because they're working from home versus not working in the office and being near people. But, you know, the game the game moves on, things move forward. Destiny is still going to be Destiny. So props to Bundy for being like, hey, let's not all take public transit and all go to the same place and infect each other. Let's stay home and just infect our friends and loved ones at home personally. Yeah, so you, you mentioned the trials thing there, Respawn. So the hashtag for the... Uh, sending in your clip is hashtag trials returns and share your favorite clip from destiny one trials of osiris and you can post them up to the twitter or upload them to youtube and even post them to the community creation team page and they'll round up their favorites to be featured in next week's twelve. so there you go and now we're getting power loads of power so i'm sure we're going to power until ah, we patch out your ah, unlimited power. Ah, please ah, please note ah. unlimited power is a temporary thing until Bungie patches it. Terms and <laughs> conditions may apply. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so so we're raising the power cap for, for gear 40 points. So powerful gear will now drop up to a thousand. One thousand points. <laughs> With pinnacle drops going up to ten ten. But pinnacle drops aren't things, it's ritual weapons. We don't do pinnacle anymore. That, that's all this is new. And the soft cap has effectively been raised to 50 points. Gear drops from nearly all sources will now continue to be upgrades until 950 power. You know, powerful reward sources will not be required to progress to 950. We're looking to present the element of gear progression available each season. Da da da. You know, they point to Luke Smith's director's cut for the Weapons Forever section to learn more about the future of weapons. And we have quality of life updates coming uh, about mid season in update 281. They'll be up- upgrading some of the existing powerful rewards to pinnacle rewards. These are the weekly crucible striking gambit challenges, as well as the weekly clan Ingram, which is nice because we need more pinnacle things. Step, read that to me again, one more time. So, so your weekly crucible strike strike and gambit challenges. 
as well as your weekly clan Ingram, are going to be upgraded to powerful drops. So they're going back to how they used to be but in I Destiny thought, 2. I thought you said Pinnacle two in the Forsaken. In yeah. Pinnacle, I thought. I sure did. With this change, we want to increase the total number of Pinnacle power sources in the game, broaden Pinnacle drop access, as well as increase the pool of items we can drop in the Pinnacle band. When we first had Forsaken, literally everything on the menu was a Pinnacle reward, wasn't it? You could go into your Crucible, you could do your two Crucible, you could do your Competitive, and you could do well, your they Normal. they were all Powerful, not Pinnacle. Yeah, but that they changed the name of them. They were Powerful, but they, they changed the name to Pinnacle. Mm-hmm. So these are the ones that you you want as a reward to get you to higher light so at the moment your pinnacle rewards are like the four iron banner bounties that you can get anything from the raid your nightmare hunts will give you one your dungeon will give you some won't it those are your those are your pinnacles at the moment i can can name that i can think of Mm -hmm. yeah top tier night yeah hundred thousand nightfall that kind of thing yeah basically everything you need a team to go in with so it's nice that you can just go play some Gambit, play some Shrek's, play some Crucible, and still get some power level increase without having to go play like an end game activity with a team around you. Mm-hmm. But I thought the reason why they changed that back, that they, they scaled it back, was because they didn't want people kind of getting to the maximum power very quickly. So they, they took away those pinnacle or those really powerful rewards and just made them normal rewards, which is why you don't see a lot of people doing it. But then I suppose then Luke Smith did say in his director's cut last week that they wanted people to be playing those things and actually still get the pinnacle rewards from it. So it, it kind of makes sense. And then it makes even more sense why they're jumping up like 40 light from 960 to 1,000 because it would still take people a, a considerable amount of time for just normal players to get to 1,000. But yeah, it kind of works, doesn't it now? Do you not think? Yeah. You know, I think, I mean, like you said, it's it's an investment back on the core of the game. It's a reason to go play those things every week, and you'll still get some progression out of it versus playing those things every week and getting nothing from it at all. Yeah, because, I mean, I totally get that, because lately I've just been coming in, doing my dungeon, and then bouncing out, because that's really the only thing that I could do in a certain amount of time that would give me a pinnacle. So there it is. Yeah, it's, it's nice that they're increasing that. Because, yeah, like, coming into this next season, my playtime is going to be cut drastically. So I'm excited about these changes as becoming a more casual player in terms of time I can devote to the game, I'm not going to have all day to go sit and, and grind through some of these activities. So if I can go, you know, jump on play a couple strikes, you know, knock out some gambit matches, jump into the, whatever the crucible rotation is for the week and get some of this or heck display trials, which is you know still crucible. I'll get my, you know, trials drops if there is anything. And this all in one go, it's more reason to, to jump in just for an hour here and there and actually feel like you're getting somewhere. So yeah, good, good changes. Yeah, and then they go on to say about the the trials being around the corner. They wanted to address the artifact power problem, and you know, like we said earlier, that they can't disable it for the first week. But hopefully, Tuesday, March seventeenth, they'll have the patch in place so that the artifact will be disabled for trials and Iron Banner going forward. Speaking of Iron Banner, something I remembered that they haven't kind of brought up in the twelve is you remember last season we were meant to get that pinnacle reward of the bow from Iron Banner. And they said it will definitely be coming next season. So hopefully... And they've definitely not mentioned it at all, but hopefully yeah. it's in the end more. Yes, yeah, so hopefully that's going to be the thing that they kind of highlight with the new Iron Banner coming up, that we get this quest or pinnacle reward for doing something in Iron Banner. So that'd be one for you, Respawn. A nice new bow to play with. Ooh. Still Does it have a catalyst, catalyst yet? Have a new bow. <laughs> nope. 
Maybe maybe Destiny three, you'll get your catalyst. I think maybe. if you put all the bows together that you've earned from Gambit, Iron Banner, <laughs> Crucible. Is it like a Voltron bow? Just combine yeah. all five bows you to get take, the catalyst? You take yes. all the bows, you take them into the war mind, and you say, please create this bow in the mega bow and give me a catalyst for it. Any catalyst, please, for the love of God. Any catalyst. I don't care. You know. I mean, initially I had like preferences of what the catalyst would be, but now I'm, I'm not even picky. Just give me something. You know, increase yeah. the fire rate of bows for all I care. I don't know. Just give me yeah. a catalyst. See, they've set your expectations so low, you'll you'll accept whatever they give you now. Right. They've beaten you down to the point where they're like, yeah, oh, they'll take whatever they whatever we give them. It'll be fine. Mm -hmm. <laughs> they say that their long term plan to, is to enable the power cap for trials and iron banner, and they're investigating the work required for this. So this will roll out early, you know, midway through the season of the worthy but they don't have a firm date yet. So this is that, that maybe looking at like a damage curve for the power to be enabled in PVP modes to determine what or if any adjustments should be made. Assuming they discover, you know, this necessity or or if it's really necessary for it, they'll change the timeline and that's still to be decided. It depends on how bad it gets with the competitive side of PVP, I suppose, that whether they implement it or they don't implement it. So for those people that are going to go out there and grind lost sectors to their heart's content and be plus a hundred in light, then, you know, go for it and show them that they need to put a power cap on there and prove respawn wrong. Let's see if anybody's still playing trials after the first weekend and <laughs> take it from there. <laughs> or, or once a month, bring back laser tag weekend. Mm -hmm. I'm in. I'm so in. <laughs> So they're updating Eververse as well, as they do every season. So we mentioned it last week that the Bright Engrams will be no longer available to be purchased from the Eververse store. And as said by Luke Smith, it will just be purchasable by Silver. So that's quite interesting. There'll be a daily rotation and returning items. So in the place of Bright Engrams, a new module will become available in the Eververse store starting in Season of Worthy. This daily rotating module will feature one item from a small selection of ships, sparrows, ghosts, and finishers that were offered in previous seasons. These items will be available to purchase directly for silver at a discount from the original price. That's quite nice. Uh, aside from these changes, there aren't any other major shifts coming for Eververse, and they'll be monitoring the conversations through launch and beyond, and they will make sure to update us before any large changes are incoming. And they give us a quick preview of what's coming season of worthy. So we've talked about the the armor that looks really hideous for the titan then we get to see a couple of the finishes which are quite nice there's the hunter bow staff strike we've got a titan that looks like he wants to be a warlock and a warlock that looks like he wants to be a warlock no 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 no. if if you're looking at the same picture that i am all the way on the left hand side is the titan right no yes. no the finishes we 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 talking I'm, about I'm finishes. Talking we moved about, to, no, we no, moved on from on. that. We we've moved no, on from that. I can't help but notice that. that your Titan is trying awfully, awfully hard. Moved on. Moved on. What well, welcome back out. to like two hours ago when we were talking about this picture the first time? No, I know, but like now that I've enlarged no, it know. and I'm really looking at it, oh. it's like it's it's really suspicious though, man. Like how, how skinny that Titan is and how buff that hunter is? Yeah, I agree. Moving on. Yeah. No, it's just like, but why? Again, right. two, two hours ago, we covered why is, this. What, no, stay stay with the class. Why are you guys right. trying to look like us? Right. Can I just point something out? This is tower casual clothes. That's all it is. Moving on. No, no it's 
that's the armor set I want. We, just just no. Titan casual. Can, can I walk in the crucible and be like, <laughs> got my jeans on, because got he's my right. hoodie. Why, we're, we're why is the chilling. hunter twice the size as the Titan? I I know Luke Smith said in the director's <laughs> cut last week about the um, rain-catching Titan shoulder pads, but they didn't need to go this extreme to remove the Titan shoulder pads. Right, uh, moving on now. I'm good with it, but yeah. But even his again, pants look like a hunter, see, though. See, two hours ago when we talked about this, when and now Respawn has caught up with us, like two hours later into the show, that now we're all on the same page. No, but 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 look at him. Yeah, again, we did two hours ago when we started this. <laughs> but no, for real. Okay, no. Uh, Jokes aside. We do, we do have the final preview of patch notes. Now let <laughs> let me get through these, and then we can go back and talk about some of them because I know hunters are first, and I'm sure respawn will have thoughts and opinions because he's seeing this for the first time. So let me get through this all first, then you can complain till your heart's content. And also, I don't know what changes to the hunter mean, so you can tell us if this is good, bad, or if it matters. All right. So we have the final preview of patch notes. So again. Over the last few weeks, we've been you know, giving us some previews of how the sandbox is evolving in Season of the Worthy. Not just weapon tuning, but the ability to change the elemental affinity of your armor pieces. This week, we're going to take a wider look at the Destiny Update 2.8.0, which has exotic armor tuning for PvE and PvP, UI updates, bug fixes, and more. Now, for exotic armor for the Hunter, the Assassin's Cowl, the invisibility and healing effect now triggers on powered melee, both against combatants and guardians and finishers. The duration of the invisibility gained by the exotic <laughs> increases based on the tier of the enemy defeated, and the arc staff no longer activates this perk. I'm sorry, arc staff kills no longer activate this perk. For the Frosties, or the Frosty E5s, change the ability re regeneration so it no longer stacks multiplicatively with other class ability energy generating perks. Oh man. The Kepri Sting, all smoke bombs now deal 150% damage while wearing this exotic. I can get behind that. The Orpheus Rig, the maximum amount of super you can regain from this exotic with a single use of Shadow Shot is 50%. Uh. And the Young Emenkara's Spine increases the explosion radius of trip mines by 14%. All right, moving on to the Titans. And again, we'll go back and we, we can have your thoughts about this afterwards. The Ashen Wakes, which I don't remember exists in the game, killing an enemy with a fusion grenade while wearing the exotic now refunds grenade energy. The amount of grenade energy refunded scales based on the tier of enemy killed. The Antius Wards, the shield created during slide, no longer allows chip damage through. The Doomfang Pauldrons. Fixed a bug where Doomfang Fulgrens would sometimes gain super energy from melee kills while in your super. The Dune Marchers increase the radius of static charge to 20 meters up from 12. The MK44 standasides reduce the delay from the start of sprinting until the overshield comes to half a second down from 1.25 seconds. The One-Eyed Mask, everyone's favorite. The One-Eyed Mask, the target marking from this exotic has been replaced with target highlighting eliminating the ability <laughs> to detect targets through <laughs> walls. Nice. No longer provides a damage bonus when defeating your marked target. Restore <laughs> the previous overshield granted by defeating your marked target, which now has a duration of six seconds down from eight. The nice. severance enclosure. Why didn't they do that forever ago, man? Because trials. The severance enclosure. The explosion now triggers a powered melee both against combatants and guardians and finishers. The radius and damage of the explosion caused by this exotic increases based on the tier of the enemy defeated. 
And finally, warlocks. Here, apoth uh, yeah, the apoth the apotheosis veil. Yeah. yeah, yeah, the veil. This exotic now guaranteed to drop with a minimum of plus 16 to intellect. The Controverse Hold reduces the damage reduction granted by the exotic to 20%, down from 40%. Ouch. The Sanguine Alchemy gets a big redesign. It's received a complete redesign, in fact, so its new perk, Blood Magic, allows the wearer to pause the countdown timer of any rift they are standing in by getting weapon kills, thus extending the rift's duration. What? Yeah. What? So yeah, the Sanguine Alchemy. Basically, if you, if you if you stand in the if you stand in any rift and get kills, it keeps that rift going and going and going. I guess that doesn't include the super, huh? Don't know yet. Yeah, mm. it says any rift. I don't know if that counts as a rift. Technically, we'll find out. So the Aphidian aspects now increase the lunge range for all warlock melees, even if the ability is on cooldown. So you'll be quicker and can lunge farther. Yep. And, and finally, further with the last patch that they, well, the patch that they're going to do, right? Mm -hmm. And finally, the Verity's Brow, the buff provided by this exotic, now increases your grenade damage by 10% per stack. The buff to allies' grenade recharge rate now kicks in when you cast your grenade, and the exotic now prov provides a buff text notification indicating how many allies are currently benefiting from your increased grenade recharge. <sighs> okay, thoughts, opinions, feelings on exotics. Before well, he jumps in with his I'm mad at everything, I just wanted to point out something that Cool Guy <laughs> said, which was really interesting, that they've totally reworked the Sanguine Alchemy, which was the only Warlock exotic that could give them wall hacks, basically. So you could stand in the rift and you could see other enemy players across the map within a certain radius. They've also removed the wall hacks from the One-Eyed Mask. So it's either going to be wall hacks are going to be completely taken out of the game, which means that they're removing it from the Hunter subclass and they haven't told us yet because these aren't the full patch notes. Mm -hmm. Or Hunters are going to be the only ones that can see through the walls. Either or. Um, it's going to be very interesting, the full patch notes that we get in the next week. And I, I'll link the um, Cool Guy video that I watched because he went over a lot of these changes and how some of these are really good and some of these are meh. You know, they're just like the um, Kepri Sting. It's it's a change, and hopefully it will make people want to play with them, but maybe not. It depends on your play style, really. But, and I think he was saying the, the Orpheus rig is, at the moment, you can still get your full super back from doing certain things with the Shadow Shots, which is why they're capping it at 50%. The young um uh, the young um Kara spines. Uh, um Kara, is that yes. what you're trying to say? Yeah, oh, you know, Titans can't say these words. Is a really good thing for the the trip mines being increased by fourteen percent, and then they already do a lot more damage and and they're going to be sticky again, stickier, and they last <laughs> longer with those with those gauntlets. So. Yeah, the cool guy's video is really interesting to watch because he's a guy that knows Crucible and. Yeah. So yeah, go for it, Respawn. Is this a rant? Do I need to put the music no, in? No, no, actually, okay. it, it was going to be. Oh, good. But, but then they nerfed One-Eyed Mask, and that's all he can think about. Now. You're exactly right. <laughs> There's nothing else I have to say. I was going to be it. incredibly angry, and then I saw the nerfs to One-Eyed Mask. I'm like, you know what? I'm okay with whatever now. I'm good. <laughs> I'm, I mean, don't get me wrong. 
I am a little peeved at the nerf to the um the super region for the Orpheus rigs. Uh, I don't really use top tree anymore. I main bottom tree now just because of the damage that it does. But you were still able to get it back even after the nerfs. Not obviously as good as you could before, but you could still get it back from time to time, right? Yeah. Now they've yeah. no- it was it was enough enemy. I assume if you had a real you know like a middle of gambit or a big enemy rich area you could get enough kills to make it happen right so they've nerfed us yet again which i was angry about but you know what i'm okay with it you know they 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 nerfed the one-eyed mask into oblivion i would i would go as far as saying it might be unusable now might be says the hunter that doesn't use it so don't listen to him no but no wall hacks no extra damage. The only thing it gives you now is is what an overshield. Gives us our overshield back and our health regen still. Did it say the health regen? It said no longer provides. Okay, restored previous overshield granted by defeating your target, which now has a duration of six seconds left of eight. Okay, even if it does still have the the, the health regen, not the greatest, but at least the wall hacks are gone and the extra yeah. damage is and gone. And the damage bonus is gone. Yeah, so it's. Again, it, it keeps it as a viable choice, but it's not the one-all, end-all, be-all choice for all Titans everywhere. Yeah, I mean, at least it doesn't have 19 exotic perks on it anymore. <laughs> right. It's insane. Anyway, but yeah, no rants. Um, there was going to be one, but uh, but I'm good. I'm very okay with this. I'm I'm really I'm really curious. I mean, I know 14% on trip mines isn't a huge amount, but now that they're sticky and... I'm just waiting for the clips of throwing a, throwing a trip mine onto an enemy, having him run back to his friends or sliding Especially into his zone. Especially in trials, all his friends in up. trials, when you're getting team shot all the time because they're always hanging out with each other, that's going to be perfect. You know, hey, mm-hmm. here's, a, here's a trip mine. Take it back to your friends. And it's not going to kill them outright, but it's going to do damage to keep them from reengaging you. So the real the real question is though, how can you use the the new sticky trip mines and the Telesto to somehow get your super back in like one shot? Because you know the Telesto is going to break something catastrophically in this. No, you see, don't know you, what it is what yet. What you don't understand is the Telesto now shoots trip mines. <laughs> I mean, yes, it might, might as well. <laughs> I'm shoots, in. It shoots seven trip mines, which all stick and uh, <laughs> goes back with the enemy with a 14% increased blast radius. No, I, that how, how can that be bad? You know? All <laughs> yeah, right. No, hey, no, because the Telesto is the trip mine for every other class, not just hunters. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, looking at the Titan changes, the Doom. I mean, obviously, the one I mass needed it needed to be brought back to Earth before trials. That's that's obvious. That was never going to fly as it was because it, you know, madness. The Doomfang bug is good to fix that because you could still run around and just have more or less unlimited super through you know any sort of target rich environment. The Doom Archers are interesting. I'm really curious about the the static charge. Going up from you know twelve to twenty meters, if that's going to be, I'm not going to say viable, but interesting. Just Isn't you know, the, the chain one where like when you hit a melee, it has like an AOE. Damage. Yeah, it, yeah. When you hit a melee, it basically sort of chains that lightning to people. Not quite like the lightning, like the warlock arc web grenade, but it, it'll be interesting. Like throw that on the shoulder charge and take it, a long take it in the game, into a strike. Dude. Yeah, right. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like again. A little bit of crucible gambit, you know, strikes where you've got groups of enemies you can go jump into, and yeah, I'm I'm curious to see how that how that plays out in in real life. 
At 20 yeah. meters, some some hand cannons and submachine guns cap out their damage at 20 meters. That that's that's right. a big range, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm I'm gonna guess it's probably like a you know it'll probably be a drop off. Like if you if you're on top of me, yeah, I'll deal a bunch of damage. I'm gonna assume if you're out 20 meters, it'll it'll you'll do some damage, but you're not killing anybody at 20 meters. But maybe you know I'm curious to see how it plays in real life. I think um, cool guy was saying it's like sidearm range. So that's quite a distance, right? Yeah, hmm. yeah. You know, but I wonder, is it going to hit? You know, is it going to hit that hard all the way out to twenty meters, or do you think it'll have like a you know diminishing return out to twenty? No, I honestly I don't know what, don't know what it does now, but it's I don't know. It's a static charge, so it's the one that goes between people. So if two people are standing next to each other, it'll just flick between them until they're dead if they're just standing there. That's true. Yeah, makes sense to me. So that could be that could be your new uh. Not not top tier competitive thing, but certainly fun to use in PVE activities. Yes, and and the Warlocks got changes. The the Sanguine Alchemy. I'll be curious to see if we see people running that again, but I don't know mm. enough. The uh, the Ophidian aspects to me now read with the additional lunge range and the speed. It reads to me like a like a better. Um... Oh god, what are they called? My brain just stopped working. Syntheseps, like a better synthesep. Yeah. Because now, you, now you've got a longer range and a quicker melee attack. Now, again, you're not going to be like taking down top tier content with your punching, but I think that's an interesting interesting choice for that class. Hmm. Especially if you, you know, mess, mess that with all the, the ranged melees it has now. Yeah. No, I'm. I'm actually interested to see how this is going to work. And, and he's right. This is all for trials, man. This is all to stop the wall hikes and everything from trials. So I am very interested to see how this plays out. This yeah. this might be, this this might actually make for a fun trials. Sorry, a fun skill-based trials environment. Yeah. You know, not just, yeah, hey, I have one-eyed mask. I win, you know? <laughs> yeah. 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 And these are like, you know, the big changes they're preparing right. us for. I'm sure there's, I feel like there's always a couple things they sort of sneak into that are maybe weren't ready or weren't set when they put out the preview. It was like, that's yeah, kind of a big change, but you didn't tell us about it yet. But I'm, I'll be curious to read the full patch notes. All right. I'm to see what else they in PVP. <laughs> All rocket launchers now shoot to those which shoot trip mines. And it just, it goes down the line. <laughs> Man, you know, to see, to see a mod like that would be absolutely hysterical. Cause when you play other games, like, like uh, Fallout, for example, right? They had the one gun which shot out like a thousand tomahawks in one of the mods, right? You just have a Telesto that shoots, you know, nine trip mines at a target. Or, or like you said, the rocket that shoots the Telesto that shoots the trip mines at a target. So, yeah. what, so what do you think the other changes are going to be this season with the subclasses? You got any thoughts of, about what they might change? Um, no. I think it's, you know, it's going to depend. I mean, we're not, we're not getting a new raid. You know, it, it's going to be primarily trials based. So I think it's, I think it's going to be a lot more about bringing the classes sort of into into parity a little bit, like you know, bringing them in so they so you can have a, a hunter, a warlock, and a titan go into trials, and you know, none of them have that one exotic or that one piece. Obviously, you still have your weapons and your pinnacle weapons and ritual weapons that are a differentiator, but you're not going to have you know again throwing a one eye mask. Okay, now I'm an overpowered super god walking into this. 
Yeah. I think it's going to be a lot more about, you know, trying to find some level of balance, some level well, of. If, if they're already going to be messing with top tree, you know, meaning the Orpheus rigs, can they just do something with either the top tree itself or the Orpheus rigs, which will. Well, they said decrease... they're going to be adjusting yeah. those, didn't they? Which they're going to be fiddling with the subclasses. The time it takes for your top tree anchor to reach out and touch someone because it's it's absurd how long it takes. Yeah. Hmm. And that's, again, and that's why, you know, they keep talking about we're gonna we're gonna invest in the court game, we're gonna do some of this stuff. I'm hoping that's the kind of changes we see. So your anchor, so I can't run by your anchor, shoulder charge you, kill you, and then the anchor tethers me. I'm hoping, you know, this will yeah. give them time if they slow down. They can put in some of these quality of life changes, some fixes that isn't just new, 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 new content, actually fixing some gaps in the current stuff. Here's hoping. But yeah, yeah. it is it's 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 insane how how some of these things just get by the way wayside you know the anchor taking so long to engage the freaking the trip mines like i don't i haven't used trip mines in a while but back in the day you throw a trip mine it would stick to a wall they would run by it and 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 kill you shoulder charge you whatever and then the trip mine would go off dealing 12 damage (laughs) yeah something yeah you know i I would i would like i'd like to see grenade just be a little bit stronger i mean not like necessarily like one hit kill but just you make them feel and i I don't know, maybe they feel a little bit stronger these days, or I'm just using my double pulse grenade. So I'm like, yeah, you stand there and you'll die eventually. But <laughs> I just never felt like pulse grenades. Always been strong. That's why. Yeah. Like, like, That's why you don't use anything else. I've just ever <laughs> only ever used those freaking grenades, and I hate them. Yeah, there's there's just no reason. There's no reason to use anything else. So I'd, I'd like to even just yeah, some grenade reworks and just some things like that. Just making making it more of a choice of I'm gonna I'm gonna choose this this or this, not just. I'm going to choose a strong thing and the other two can sit there and never be used. Hmm. Do you have any thoughts on subclass changes or I'm just hoping that they change. They did say they were going to touch the middle tree striker on the Titan. And that's one of, that's one of my favorite subclasses to use, especially in Gambit with a risk runner. So I'm hoping that they're going to improve it to something that's that's going to be worth using it. Yeah. Yeah. That's what yeah, we were like, about last week. Yeah, it, yeah, that's one I use the, not for the super. The, the rain. No, I I see I use the super on it as well. I use the um punching to the ground and then use the super and and just keep repeating and it's really good in gambit for me. Yeah. Yeah, well, you know, I mean I use a super but I wish it were I wish it felt like a super. You know, yeah. I wish it I wish it like did enough damage that it felt like you know, I was doing something. I don't know. It, it just it still feels really weak. Especially if you like hit a nightfall boss or you hit one of those gambit bosses oh, with yeah. the super, it's like you're just tickling them their care. arm and they just like, nope, stomp, bye, and you go yeah. flying into a wall because you've put the momentum into them, and then they stomp the ground. It's like the game takes that and goes, no, no, you were traveling at that speed when you hit the ground, so you're going to go flying in the opposite direction faster than that and go and slam into a wall. So yep. things like that, I hope they improve on. At least it's a wall. I hate when the when they curb stomp your ass into lava you know that that one map where there's almost no footholds and then if you get if you get curb stomped anywhere you, you're just in lava and there's nothing you can do about it <laughs> the number of times last season that i went flying off off into the distance because i was curb stomped by that uh with those final vex bosses it was uh yeah I was very vexually assaulted by those Vex bosses and just launched. You know, we yeeted them at the end of the season. They yeeted me way out into the distance because you would just fly forever because there was nothing up there. 
So we've got some changes to the investment. So legendary engrams, they've increased the number of armor sets available from well drops to 11 from three, which is quite nice. Thank this God. will include the faction rally armor and players like us that were there in year one that owned the faction rally ornaments can apply this to the new sets, which <gasps> is quite nice. Yeah. So we can all be Lannisters. No, space so, the space Several sets that were previously unavailable or extremely difficult to acquire are now available as well drops. Armor stats. Prime engrams will now more reliably drop armor with higher overall stat rolls and spikier distribution. Exotic armor will now more reliably drop with higher overall stat rolls. And legendary armor now has an improved chance of receiving higher overall stat rolls, though lower rolls will still be present. Which is a good change, is what we've kind of been asking for. Yes, because right right now my Iron Banner armor and the armor I pulled out of the you know the seasonal pass at the end of the season are the only thing I have it, like you know it, with numbers in the sixties. It's the only thing I, I have that's actually high level armor because mm. nothing else that drops is like oh this is garbage. Let me let me trash it. So Respawn. that's a nice change. Yes, respawn. Would you like to take us through the changes in the user interfaces because it's in line with PC apparently? Okay, so you can Fair describe right. what this is. Uh, the settings screen UI layout on console has changed to match the experience on PC, allowing for future updates. Added the ability to change the color of the reticule on console. That's always been a thing. Okay. Not on console. Apparently oh, on console. On console. Yeah, my bad. Yeah, yeah, no. This is why I was asking you to, because you play on PC, so I thought yeah. you'd be able to describe it. And now yeah, you've okay. ruined it by saying that it's always been available. No, I'm sorry. I didn't see the word console there. Added the ability to change the color of the reticule on console. Reticule on console. Reticule on console. Reticule on console. 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 So yeah, no. Um, on PC, not only can you change the color. I'm not going to go there. Yes, you can change the color. The other stuff you can see later. Um, added hint text during loading screens. You can now choose seven different colors matching PC. Apparently. Uh, added hint text during loading screens. Added comma separators to the glimmer count in the loot stream. No longer keeps me awake at night. I, I've no idea what that means. Same. Yeah, this, uh, this is right, right on right on the bungee page. Added categories. Uh, yeah, apparently, apparently the comma separators was keeping someone awake at night. Yeah, categories is nice. Yeah, um, quest items will now be automatically filtered to any of the seven categories, which are new light, all quests, shadow keep, seasonal, playlist, exotics, and the past. Uh, and you won't see new light if there are no active new light quests in your inventory. Correct. World. Uh, so yeah, that's it for the UI stuff. Did you want me to go into performance issues, or is that somebody else? Yeah. No, you can do that. Tell us about your performance issues. <laughs> Fixed UI shuttering and frame rate drops when loading or applying mods. Yeah, they keep saying that. I'll believe it when I see it. Improved frame rate in Gambit and Gambit Prime. That is a thing. Uh, fixed frame rate issues during sanctified mind encounter of the Garden of Salvation raid. Don't know. Haven't raided on PC yet. 
Uh, da, 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 fixed frame rate issues in the pit of heresy dungeons, specifically in tunnel encounters. Yes, nothing worse than an ogre chasing you and you start to freaking lag. Oh my god. <laughs> uh, fixed stutter at high frame rate on PC. General improvements to performance PC when a lot of debris is on the ground, meaning stop shooting the ground, you freaking A10 Warthog Titan. While this list is pretty lengthy, we'll have more patch notes to share with you next Tuesday around 9 a.m. PDT, an hour before Season of the Worthy begins. Some of you may be asking, wait, 10 a.m.? Don't patches usually ship at 9 a.m.? Well, that's because daylight savings time is a thing! Only in the U.S. Yeah, well, parts of the U.S. Did you know that some of the U.S. does not respect daylight savings time? Sure did. Yeah. And this begins on, on Sunday, March 8th. In an area that respects daily savings time, so we we lose our hour of sleep, and I'm going to want it back later. Yeah. Do you not gain an hour? Was this to lose an hour? No, uh, this is losing an hour. Spring forward, isn't it? spring forward, yeah. fall back. Spring you lose, fall you gain. Yep. Okay. So have you managed to work out the times for me, parody? Um. Okay. Yeah. Absolutely. I've I, I definitely <laughs> did that when you asked you me didn't. to. <laughs> you did. Okay. Nope. Nope. I sure didn't. Although I, although I can do it on the fly because I do have my world clock, so we're good. Go on then. You go on. You go on it. Go. Do it fast. All right. So our new season of the night, I didn't say I could do it fast. I said I could do it. So our, our Destiny 2 update 2.8.0 will roll out at 8 a.m. PDT, which is 11 a.m. Eastern, 1500 UTC. And I'm not doing Sydney, Australia. Andy, it's, you know, the middle of the night for you. You'll figure it out. I love how we called him out our one Australian. And well, good dad. Andy, Andy is Australia. That's how it works. So, so 45 minutes after that, Destiny 2 is taken offline. 15 minutes after that, the update begins rolling out to all platforms and all regions, and players will begin will be able to log back in an hour and one minute after that. So at 10.01 a.m. P- I'm sorry, 10.01. Yeah, 10.01 a.m. PDT, 1.01 a.m. Eastern, 17.01 UTC, and again, shortly after, like, 4 a.m. Australia, Destiny 2 is back online for all platforms. Seasons of the Worthy begins. Start your grind. And two hours after that, the maintenance window concludes if all goes well. And we'll be in Season of the Worthy and things will be great and not buggy and Telesa won't have brought down the game. So, yeah, assuming it all goes well, that's when it's going to happen. First of all, and again, stay lie. tuned to Bungie Help and, you know, they have a server and update status page, which will give you further updates if anything goes haywire and we'll keep you a bridge on, you know, upcoming issues. And they do have a couple of resolved issues. You know, this is upcoming resolved issues part two. So below is a continuation of the list of issues that will be resolved when the season of the worthy and update 2.8.0 launch and become available on March 10th. So the hunter tempest strike melee ability can now be performed when using PC controls where sprint is set to hold. The character subclasses with ranged melee abilities will count toward melee kill bounties and triumphs. So these include the Titan Hammer Throw, the Hunter Throwing Knives, the Corrosive Smoke Bomb, and the Warlock's Celestial Fire and Ball Lightning. The Fastidious Miser Triumph will now currently progress for players who have found all 30 Ascendant Chests across the Cursed Weeks in the Dreaming City and have claimed all the corresponding Triumphs. The Weekly Strike Bounties for Hive and Vex Boss Kills will now award progress for players for killing Sabathun Song, Zol, and the Dendron the Rootmind. And as always, when 2.8.0 is released, stay tuned to Destiny Player Support, and they will tell you what broke, what fixed, and where we are there. And then we can go through it next week. Exactly. A couple of days a bit too late. Yeah. 
And then you can watch your nature documentary of, of all the of the pretty animals in the game that someone's put together for movie of the week. <laughs> and saying that, I think next week's uh, 12 is going to be... I've definitely missed something. Next week's 12 is going to be all trials related. So unfortunately, we're not going to get to it before then. So just make sure you keep an eye out for it on the um, the, the Bungie webpage. Mm-hmm. So that'll give you all the trials information that you'll need if you're going to go and play some trials. Like, we're going to go play some trials. Oh, my God. It's going to be such a train yeah. wreck. It, it, yep. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be amazing. I don't know what you're talking about. I didn't say a train wreck. I didn't say a train wreck couldn't be amazing. I just said it's going to be a train wreck. So <laughs> should, should we give the people the information now to, to go come watch Two Titans and a Hunter fail miserably in trials next week? Yeah, let's yeah, let's go do that. So yeah, so nine 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 thirty AM next Saturday morning. Eastern time, yeah. Eastern, which is uh what is it for you there, Night Demon? Not two thirty in the afternoon. <laughs> All right. So if you're on the West Coast, get up really early. If you're on the East Coast, get up a little bit early. And if you're over in the, you know, the Queen's England, uh just you know, after your midday tea. <laughs> We um, will. Uh, do uh, are we committing to streaming this, or are we just going to say? Uh, well, I guess if, we, if we're telling people to watch us, we've got to stream something. Well, you two can do the streaming because my internet is rubbish. So yeah, yeah, it'll either be you or I'm actually going to stream on my Twitch since we lost all of our other stream data. On the okay, other. you stream on that, and Parody can do Mixer then. Yeah. All right. Yeah, you do Twitch. I'll do Mixer, or maybe we'll maybe we'll do the both and figure out the code stream. We'll we'll figure <laughs> it out. You know, again, follow the show on Twitter. And we will tell you what we're planning to do and how badly it's going to fail. So if you want to watch us and laugh at us, <laughs> you can do so live. Yeah, yes. it's going to be amazing. We take advice on the fly as well. Yeah, uh... just just start screaming, get good scrub at respawn, and really the rest of us, and that'll that'll definitely help our gameplay out. Yeah, I'll help one of us. <laughs> All right, so trials connection based and card state matchmaking so not only is it going to be based on your connection it's also going to be how good your card is is how you're going to get matched up in trials we'll see how that fails gloriously um and that's from luke smith by the way there is a reddit link there is a reddit link okay that is real okay when you're on the cusp of visiting the new lighthouse the one you all built with tons of fractalin and effort we want you to be facing someone in a similar spot twitter cosmo has stated they've learned a lot from the event and will take all the feedback given to apply for future events reddit link files of osiris will return in the season of the worthy thank you artifact power okay did that 3B3 elimination nerfs. We're hesitant to make changes to things that players have spent a lot of time earning, but at the same time, we will always strive to make changes to keep improving the health of the game. The team believes that changes to snipers and GLs. What is GL? Sniper? Is he he having a he's having a stroke, isn't he? No, I'm trying to remember what GLs means. Oh well. NGLs are necessary to give other weapons a chance to be more valuable choices. We will continue to monitor player feedback once the changes are live and consider your input. And that is a forums link. Congratulations. All right. The team is aware of the large amount of feedback on the stomp mechanic. Oh, my God. Thank you. No plan changes yet. Damn it. But it's something that they're looking at. Forums link. 
At least they've acknowledged it. I will give them that. <sighs> DMG. There will be requirements to unlock trials. You can't just make new account and jump straight in. No token pledge system for the factions. Twitter account. That's cool. Dire Promise will be found in Legendary Ingram starting on March 10th, along with a few other faction weapons. As long as the request for more weapons roll in, Dylan doesn't, have full have the full list to reference at this time but the team was excited to get these out there are a few weapons from each but feel free to let bungie know which ones were your favorites um what was that gls are grenade launchers by the way thank you what was that scout rifle from future war cult that was really really good no one pledged to future war cult so nobody knows yeah, that was a really good one. That was the reward for a faction rally one week, and I didn't get it. Doesn't matter. <clears throat> um, we'll follow up if faction armor ornaments will work. I thought they already said that they would. Whatever. Uh, season 10 is not PvP-driven, as Epion read it. The Trials of Osiris will be one activity among many. Trials is not a part of the season pass. They are aware that many are worried about cheating problems, and they will talk about it soon. They've seen the feedback around the artifacts role in trials, and it has been forwarded to the team. Well, thank you for forwarding things to teams. Yes. Take a drink. Yes. And that's it. That's all I can see. Oh, no, that's one, I guess. There's probably a second one here. Nope, stand by. Boom. Destiny Roundup, Trials, Power, Season of the Worthy, and a new road map. Here we go. They will be to say, we did that, Cosmo, Sarah Bunkers, Electrostunner, okay. Cosmo has stated Sarah Bunkers and the Legendary Lost Sectors are separate activities. They are not the same activity. They are two different activities. Not one, but two. Two instead of one. Not one, two. How many is it? It's two. Is it one? No, it's not one. It is two. <gasps> Electrostatic Surge fixed next season now correctly increases class ability region when near allies. They will talk about power so increase in the 12. been broken all this time? Uh, That's a little sad. <laughs> Not that any of us would know, right? Uh, well, I mean, I guess somebody knew if it's been pointed out, but I didn't. So, moving on. Uh, da, 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 da. They will talk about the power increase in the TWAB. Did that? There's going to be much more to do this season than just trials if that's not your activity of choice. Um, ba, 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 where we at? Maurice. I don't know who Maurice is. I probably should. Don't, don't care. Public tweets and videos of cheaters do not speed up the ban process, but give the spotlight to people who don't deserve public attention. If you suspect someone of cheating, follow this link guide Twitter. Keep eyes on. On this week at Bungie for info about anti-cheating. And the link is how to report a player in Destiny mm -hmm. from the various platforms. Epion, on the Season of the Worthy roadmap, when Season of Dawn started off, many of you told us that the roadmap was maybe spoiling a bit too much, and we've already discussed that, and we're done! Are we, though? Is it safe? No, it's not safe. It's so to to close us out we haven't i know i've included a couple of videos all throughout the podcast but cheese forever has got quite a few videos this week that he's put together 
He's got the best glitches compilation video, which is quite interesting. And then Respawn actually posted a Cheese to River video in our chat and pointed out there's a Titan glitch for an infinite super uh, invincibility kind of yeah. thing. <laughs> and there's two. The, yeah, it uses the supers, you know, damage resistance. Supers, to... swords, and things. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's really interesting. There's two videos there's one how to do it, and then there's one where you can kind of use it so there's two different videos for that but there's also... if you're gonna do it please don't do it in pvp i mean be a decent freaking human being okay do not do it in pvp because you can but don't there's also a video for the whisper white nail perk which is activating on two shots rather than three and there's a a way around that and he also has an Acrius, um the heavy shotgun that you can get from the leviathan uh, quest for infusion so he's got a kind of tip for that for next season so there's the cool cheese forever ones um, i also mentioned the cool guy that i'll put in the notes and a quick tip for next season when we do launch into the new season for the first season we got the artifact on the season pass but last season we actually got it after we finished doing the campaign or the first couple of story missions so what i'm the tip for me is do the story missions get your artifact and then if you've been saving bounties turn the bounties in after that so then you can get the xp on your season pass and your artifact at the same time don't just kind of go into the game and splurge them on all your characters before you get your artifact because you want to unlock your artifact uh, you know just as quick as progressing your season pass so that's my my tip for next season for you guys also we had uh, some clan information and my phone's disappeared Damn it. <laughs> Some people have gnomes. He just has many, many children that steal his stuff. Oh, um, is it an email or is it on? It's on the email. Right? It's on the two Titans email. Not off responded to the clan stuff from last season. Uh, not last week, sorry. So, <laughs> while you're looking They're that up, it feels like last true. season. while you're looking that up parody musical plant has got back in touch with us on instagram and he's responded to respawn that he said that if you are now on ps4 he invites you to go and play with him so if you remember his information from last week which you probably don't so (laughs) go listen to the podcast and um, look up his information and he says he'll play with you on ps4 that sounds like a plan Mm-hmm. All right. So let's see if I can get through this. So yeah, not RF has responded to us. My clan Saturday morning cartoon kids is recruiting. We named, we renamed it for that acronym. It is Xbox one. And we're looking for some like-minded laid back adults who just enjoy the end game. We would even take respawn. The only things we ask is you join our discord and your, and you're active. And I'm not talking every day. Just like, you know, send me a message on Xbox, Discord, and through the D2 app, and we can send you an invite. So that's not ARF, N-O-T-A-R-F. Send him an invite, and you can be one of the Saturday morning cartoon kids. So I'm I'm both <laughs> thrilled and insulted. That's literally what he said. I you know, I, I, I just read what the good mind. people take a what the good people tell us. So Right. Silly biscuit. Don't even take me spawn. Even take you. I mean, you know, if you're gonna slum it, slum it right. <laughs> so we hope you all enjoy next season. I hope you all see you in trials and have good fun with that. And yeah, enjoy the game 
as much as we do. Yeah. And uh, if you if you make it through the show this week, you know, look up. Uh, it'll either be parody or no one responds in real life. One of us will be restreaming on one of the platforms. We'll again, we'll put it in Twitter later this week, and uh, yeah, we'll figure that out. And yeah. you can come and laugh at how bad we play trials next weekend. Indeed. Yes. And I think, mercifully, finally, yes. four hours after we started this, you could do it. You've eventually made it to the end of the show. So thank you. Thank you, wonderful listeners, all 30,000 of you out there that have listened to our show over the last year. Not 30,000 people, but, you know, we have 30,000 downloads. So, again, thank you for listening to the show. Tell your friends. Leave us a review. Tell people people listen to us. We appreciate doing the show. We appreciate you listening to us do the show, even if you have to eventually slog your way through over four weeks. We appreciate you. See, what he doesn't realize is it is 30,000 people because they listen to our show one time, give up, and then somebody else listens. <laughs> and say never again, which, <laughs> yeah. I, which, which is fair, too. Or just, just Night Demon's Child listening to it over and over again on Alexa. <laughs> Alexa plays are actually 29,000 of those, so we appreciate you. Yeah. But thank you, know, as always. Yeah, saying that, no, you mm-hmm. saying that, Alexa, open any pod, subscribe to Two Titans and a Hunter, a Destiny 2 podcast. I'm out. <laughs> Did you just you made yes. the Alexa do that? <laughs> All right. Please let us know if your Alexa has inexplicably subscribed you to our podcast because Night Demon is a sneaky, sneaky boy. And it. thank you, good people, for joining us this week. Your Titans are parody of Night Demon. Your hunter is no one response in real life. Oops. Email the show at two titans at a hunter at hotmail.com, especially if you have a clan to tell us about or some feedback to leave us. You can hit up the show on two titans underscore hunter on Twitter. Instagram at Two Titans and a Hunter, and on Facebook. You can find the, the Frozen Clan at join.frozen.party. That's Frozen with a zero. You can find all your favorite Guardians on Xbox Live, PC, and PS4. Still no Stadia. Watch the show with our terrible, terrible gameplay on YouTube. Listen to the show on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, and everywhere you can find a podcast to listen to, especially your Alexa. And please, gentlemen, this week, if our unknown ally is, is Varix or Mithrax, who do you join? Who do you join to battle in our fight against the Warmind? Mm, I'm gonna go with Barracks. Yes. I don't like it. Oh, that one. I love how it was an A B choice and you chose D. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> Who is saying that? Clearly, he's been in this room way too long. I don't like it. That's evolution. Never mind. Yes. No. Maybe. No <sighs> idea. Who cares? Moving on. Wait, no, hang on. Oh, okay. No, we're no, no we're not playing in here. <laughs> no, you're she not. Disagrees. She <laughs> <definitely> <laughs> disagrees. That oh, kind of attitude you're not. Yeah, right? But, Dad, but what if I really wanted to? Like, really, really wanted to. Dad, 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 Daddy, Dad. <laughs> yeah. You two can shut up, I can still hear you. <laughs> We're helping. No, you're not. <laughs> <laughs>